this is Alyssa Schneider, licensed mental health counselor. Welcome to the Overcoming Anxiety podcast. Today we're talking about social media anxiety and two signs that you are facing social media anxiety and two things that you can do about it. I'm a licensed mental health counselor in the state of Florida and I see women ages 18 through the mid-30s who struggle with anxiety. Many of my clients struggle with things like relationship issues and work-life balance issues or maybe experiencing a life transition. And I do online counseling via video through an online platform. If you want to learn more about me, see the link that I'll put in the show notes. So again, today we're talking about two signs of social media anxiety and two things that you can do if you have social media anxiety. So many people experience anxiety when using social media. Anxiety is often marked by avoidance of the situation causing our anxiety. So a lot of times we just really want to avoid that trigger to our anxiety We often just want to get away from it, want to escape, don't want to deal with that anxiety trigger. But this is often not the case with social media. It is often more difficult to recognize that social media is causing our anxiety. I think in part because we often sometimes feel good when using it. It can give us that instant high or instant gratification when we get the likes or the comments, so we continue using these sites. It feels as though there's a limited amount of risk, and it feels less risky than a face-to-face conversation with someone because there's less fear about being judged or rejected. Sometimes when using social media, we feel like there's a screen, there's a barrier in between us and another person, and sometimes it feels safer for us. So this is actually a way that we are using social media to maybe avoid things that might trigger anxiety. Some of these triggers for anxiety might include being rejected by another person in a face-to-face conversation or feeling embarrassed when talking with someone face-to-face. So social media sometimes serves as an avoidance strategy when we have anxiety. So when we avoid things, often our anxiety even gets worse. It feels like it's getting better in the short term, which it might feel better in the short term, but actually in the long term, the anxiety might get worse a majority of the time. So the longer we avoid those situations that might cause anxiety for us, the more it feels scary, the worse it feels, the more anxiety we have about facing that situation. It can create a toxic cycle in which we use social media as a way to avoid facing in-person social interaction due to anxiety and to get some sort of instant gratification, but we might also experience rejection or negative self-talk due to using these sites, these social media sites. The things we post 
And what others post are often the best moments. A person is not going to post a picture of themselves first thing in the morning with their hair in a mess and no makeup on in their pajamas lounging on their couch. They're going to post the picture later on that night when they have their hair done, a full face of makeup on, and they have their best dress and they're with the best girlfriends that they have. So they look like they're having fun in the picture and they're all decked out and dressed up. Of course, they're going to post that over the morning picture of themselves without any makeup. They aren't going to post a picture of themselves at the job that they hate, the job that they're bored with. They're going to post an edited and filtered, maybe bikini picture on their most recent vacation to the Bahamas or wherever they went. It's not real life. Social media is not accurately depicting a person's life with all the ups and downs that evidently occur in every person's life. So we all have those ups and downs and social media is just really showing the ups. We only see the mountains and not the valleys when we're looking at a person's social media site. When we don't realize this or use social media as a tool to avoid face-to-face interaction, We increase our anxiety because avoiding our fears causes further anxiety and we increase our risk of comparing ourselves to others and putting ourselves down. And this is so common that we experience that comparison between ourselves and others. And it's almost easier to do that on social media when scrolling through whatever social media site you use versus in person. We might still make comparisons when we're looking at other people face-to-face and in person, but it's almost easier to do that over social media because it's right there, it's in our face, we can stare at it forever, however long that we want, and it's a lot, it's very easy to make that comparison between between our own lives and ourselves and those posts that other people put out there on social media. And again, we're just seeing the highlights of a person's life and not the lows and not their struggles. They're not necessarily going to put those things out there as much on social media. So if you struggle with anxiety from social media and you experience anxiety as a result of making those comparisons between yourselves and another person and another person's posts on social media, you're not alone. For sure you're not alone. There are plenty of people that experience that and I think it's becoming just more and more common. And like I said before, Sometimes we tend to avoid things that make us anxious. And for some reason, it seems like with social media, we keep going back to it. Because we get that instant gratification, it feels good to be on there too. It also feels bad a lot of the time, but it keeps bringing us back because of that instant gratification that we get when somebody likes or comments or shares our post. 
And so we keep going back to it, even if it's causing that anxiety. And I don't think we always realize it when we're using social media, that it is actually causing some underlying anxiety. We tend to look over that because it's providing some sort of feedback or gratification when we log on to those sites. So let's talk about two of the signs and symptoms that you might be experiencing social media anxiety. The first one is that you feel drained of energy when using social media or after using social media. Anxiety is draining and robs us of energy. If you use social media and then feel totally drained and exhausted, you may have social media-related anxiety. You might feel emotionally and are physically fatigued and moody if you're struggling with this. If you're just making comparisons in your mind between you and another person, or other people's posts on social media, you are going to often feel moody and drained after that. That is emotionally draining and anxiety-provoking. And the second sign is that you constantly check your notifications to see if you've had any likes, comments, shares. If you feel almost addicted to getting attention on social media, it may be a sign of anxiety. You may be constantly worried and thinking about getting this feedback online. So if you constantly find yourself checking your phone, checking your device to see if you have any social media feedback or posts, that could be a sign that you're getting some anxiety from social media. If you've been experiencing these things, you can break the cycle and use social media in a more healthy way. Here are two tips on how to reduce your social social media anxiety. So the first tip I have for you is to challenge your negative thoughts about yourself as a result of comparing yourself to what other people post. Every time a negative thought pops in your head, such as, she is so much prettier than me, stop and think or write down a realistic thought that proves that thought wrong. You could say something like, most people use filters and editing tools that erase their pimples and scars and make them look 10 or even 20 pounds lighter anyway. And I always get compliments on how nice I am. I have a pretty smile too. So those are some of the positive things that you can say to yourself to counteract those negative things. And that helps to reduce that anxiety. That's one of the things that I often have my clients do in therapy is Focus on the positive thoughts. Challenge those negative thoughts because often they are either just downright wrong or they're just unrealistic or a combination. So challenging those negative thoughts, you can even journal about that. Write them down and have them as a tool to remind yourself that, hey, there are positive things about myself and recognize the realistic thoughts and counteract those unrealistic and negative thoughts. The second tip I have for you to reduce your social media anxiety is to reduce your exposure to these sites. Have specific time set aside for you to check social media and turn off the notifications on your phone and devices. Having these notifications turned on leads to further anxiety by reminding you constantly that you need to check your account. 
It can cause a dependence, but if you set specific times to check these sites and turn off notifications, you can again, you can gain back your independence and reduce your anxiety. So if you're constantly checking your notifications, that's reinforcing that dependence and that anxiety. So every time you get a notification, it's reinforcing that you need to check social media and reinforcing that anxiety. Turn off the notifications and maybe set a realistic time goal for yourself. Say that you want to spend a half hour each day only looking at social media, or maybe it's an hour three times a week instead of a shorter amount of time every day. So set that goal for yourself and then also turn off those notifications because it can really help you clear that anxiety and clear your mind. So if you struggle with anxiety related to social media, try these tips to reduce your anxiety. You're not alone in this. I can guarantee you that a lot of people experience this and you are not alone. I hope that you today enjoyed today's podcast episode and I'll be on next Monday, this upcoming Monday, to talk more about a topic related to this, um, technology anxiety, technology-related anxiety. So I'll be talking to you about that on Monday and I'll provide some tips on how to get over that technology-related anxiety. So if you want to find out more about me and the services that I offer, see the link in the show notes and I would be happy to answer any questions that you might have. Feel free to reach out if you need to, um, if you're thinking about maybe taking the next step and pursuing therapy, visit my link um, or you can find a therapist, another therapist, um, if we're not the best fit using Psychology Today, and another good website is Good Therapy. So I recommend both of those websites if you are in the market looking for a therapist. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out, and thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you on Monday. Have a great night.